was good. And yours? It was good. Long, mm-hmm. of course, but, you know, make it do what it do. What's up, family? Rishi, be with me one moment. We just, uh... I'm gonna make sure the sound is good. There we go. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'll hold the candle. You have to talk. No. Okay? Yep. What's up, family? What's up? And some background music going. Bench. <laughs> I don't know what you're on. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, family? Welcome back to another episode of Candid Conversations. In this corner, we have Amanda Sword. <laughs> I'm your host, Mark D, a.k.a. Mr. Candid. Um... I hope y'all love the new logo down there in the corner. Oh, this way. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> um, uh, shout out to one of my, Mr. Uh, Ethan West's homies um, who hooked us up. Um, this is the first episode of season three. Um, so we're moving, you know, and I'm excited to see what this season brings, um, of course, you know, when you doing everything, um, before each episode, you know, you go, you might have some technical difficulties, but nonetheless, we're here and we're going to keep pushing forward. Uh, everyone who has rocked with us, who is rocking with us, all of our day ones, um, you know, big, sh sh huge shout out to Ethan West, um, who helped me start this venture, um, Stacy Baumater, uh, Baumuta, um, shout out to her as well, um, like y'all heard on the last episode, um, back with me after two weeks hiatus, um, she said she was fed up with y'all and, you know, she needed a break, <laughs> uh, Amanda Sword, um, who's sitting with me during season three. Um, so like we always do at the beginning of each and every show, giving shout outs and showing appreciation and our love and support to entrepreneurs and business owners. Um, as always, starting off with the sister Aries Owens, you can find her book, hear me out. You can follow her here on Facebook, go over to IG and copper book. Um, also giving a shout out to the homie Ethan West and his business at West Wheels. If you're in Northeast Ohio and the curb has defeated your rim, inbox him, see what he can do. He'll shoot you a free quote and uh, y'all set that up so he can fix your rim and get it uh, looking new. Um, also, uh, showing our love and support to the homie Rodney Dukes, uh, big brother, and polish him off. If you're looking for any type of... Uh, detailing interior exterior ceramic coating if you're looking for any accessories audio window tent running boards heated seats because y'all know the one the winners in ohio is horrendous so get those heated seats now that way you don't have to worry worry about it being done when the winter hits um so hit the brother rodney dukes up and schedule your appointment today also 
Uh, these two young brothers I'm extremely proud of. Uh, Megadon216. Follow him here on Facebook. Go over to IG and uh, follow him as well. You can also follow him and support him by purchasing one of his T-shirts at Surf Club 216. Um, I'm going to get the brother on the show again uh, so he can share his testimony again. And uh, we, we can talk about uh, spirituality because um, what that brother is doing, his, ex his life experience, even at a young age, I believe more young people need to hear it. Uh, so I'm going to get him back on. Um, also, uh, showing our love and support to FC on the beat. Uh, you can follow him over on IG. You can go over to his catalog at fconthebeat.com for all of your musical production needs. Um, also, uh, giving a shout out to my sister, Tammy Hope. Um, I started... Um, what I think two weeks ago started giving her a shout out, showing her love and support. She is a certified nail technician trainer. Uh, all your certification classes are online. You can DM her and see how to purchase, um, your certification classes. And she also does customized nails. And I'm telling y'all, uh, family, if you go over to Sculptress Elite, Sculptress underscore elite on IG. She's always posting in her stories and on her page, the nails, the custom nails that she's done. Um, so go and support, uh, my sister, Tammy Hope. Um, also <laughs> this candle here is, um, Amanda's it's called late night. Um, it smells good. Um, the, the sister, Selena Go Garcia, Garcia, Selena Garcia. Um, you can hit her up on Facebook. If you want a personalized candle, um, I have bossy and like I told y'all last show, it, it's, it's a nice masculine smell, but it's not hard. Um, I love it. Um, I have it. It's in my car now. I usually burn it when I'm uh, doing late nights in the office at the house. Um, but last but not least, showing my love and appreciation for my aunt, Kim Black. Um, Y'all see the paintings that I have up at home uh, in my office. Uh, Kim Black, go and support her. She does custom paintings. Uh, she sent me a painting. Uh, when was it? Yesterday. It was Sunday, right? Mm -hmm. Yesterday. Mm -hmm. Yesterday was Monday. Was it Monday? I mean, yesterday was Monday. Oh, wow. That's right, because it's... <laughs> I'm sorry, fam. My days run together. I promise y'all they do. Uh, Sunday, my aunt sent me a new painting of hers, and I'm going to post that up tomorrow morning. It's called A Star is Born. Uh, so if you're looking to purchase that painting, uh, hit her up in her DMs, and I will tag her in it. Uh, like I said before, if y'all DM my aunt on some gutter shit, I'm coming at you. <laughs> Inbox her on some business. <laughs> but now that we have all the promotions out the way, let's get into it. Y'all see the title of the show. We ain't holding no punches tonight. I've been trying to get this young lady to sit down and chop it up <laughs> with me about this conversation for about two months now. Mm -hmm. So we're going to have it. 
So my first question, family, y'all know on this on this show we talk about relationship, spirituality, and healing. Um, my first question is: Is our relationship are we are we relationship mercenaries? Why are you laughing at? Because <laughs> of looking on your face. Yes. Go on. So we are? No, I, I was saying yes. Oh, Go on. I'm no, sorry. no, I'm like, oh, okay. Well, that's the end of the show. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> um, so are we relationship mercenaries? And what I mean by relationship mercenaries, family, is that we know what a mercenary is. They live by their own rules. They live by their own boundaries, standards, expectations. That means they can be purchased and bought for a price. So I ask the family again, are we relationship mercenaries? Amanda? Mm -hmm. I think it, I think it happens. And I think, you know, I mean, I've been super honest this whole time. And, and you know, you know, we've had conversations for me. Like, I'm a relationship person. Like, I love being in relationships. I don't need them. And I've proven that. But I, I want I want to be in one. And I enjoy relationships altogether. Um, and I think sometimes... Speak up. I think sometimes... You know, we tend to maybe get in them or um, look at relationships for more than what they or look at for something for more than what it is because you just want one and so bad. You don't really care, you know, exactly how it plays out other than the fact that it looks like a relationship. Everyone else thinks it's a relationship and that's what you want and it doesn't really matter, you know, like happiness or other things maybe go out the window because you have this relationship, the, the title or the, the, the term that you wanted so bad. So I think we are, I think we, you know, I think we tend to maybe sometimes like, you know, steer away from something that might be more genuine or more, you know, actually be more of a true love, but maybe it just doesn't look the way that you want it to look. What does that even mean? True love? Like, let, let's start there. What does true love even mean? Now, before, before you answer, before you answer. Family understands something. When we have these conversations, we understand that everything is not for everyone. You know, we give information, we give research, um, because we desire that you have these intent, because some of these conversations will be intense and in-depth conversations with your significant other, with your family members, or whoever else you deem important in your life. And the reason being is that Oftentimes we get in relationships, whether via intimately, via uh, um, work related with an underlining expectation of individuals that they know nothing about. But because we refuse to have in-depth dialogue with individuals, a lot of our intimate relationships are built off of a lie. Mm -hmm. So this is why. We here at Candid Conversations bring those conversations to you. Now let's continue. <laughs> okay, so what you true said, what love. is true love? I mean, I just feel like it's just genuine. You could tell a difference. Like it's not forced. It's not you know. It's not something that it it just it happens, and you could just tell when someone you know looks at you or thinks of you in a different way. Like I, I just, I believe that it, I believe that there is such thing and there is someone or multiple people. I mean, in throughout your life that maybe show you that. I'm, I mean, I understand that there's, 
that movies and songs and different things really have created a, a different... Don't backtrack now. <laughs> no, no, I'm saying I understand that, that maybe the way that it, it is presented in these movies and songs yeah. and stuff maybe isn't really how you're ever gonna you're ever gonna experience it but i think it i think you will and can experience it okay all right you so you, i'm on no because I'm, I'm i'm gonna answer the question that w- that i initially threw out there as far as is are are we relationship mercenaries and i say yes everyone is because no one is going to get in a relationship without an economic intention, without a social intention, whether it be via spiritual intention. We all have intentions on why we get in a relationship. Mm-hmm. Now, as I had said before, a lot of our relationships are built off of lies. They're not built off of who we really are because we're always trying to put our favorite mask first, Mm -hmm. you know, and then once we start getting comfortable after the honeymoon phase, then we start, like I said, we start getting comfortable, our true self come out. And a lot of times who we're relating with always says, well, you change. No, I actually changed because I was interested in you. Yep. But this is who I really am. <laughs> but by that time, a lot of people stay in a relationship because they're vested in that relationship, knowing they shouldn't even be there. Mm-hmm. So monogamy. <laughs> My favorite word. Monogamy. <laughs> My favorite word. <laughs> now, I've always and my, my my dudes can tell you, I've always had the 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 mindset that no one person can be your everything. Mm-hmm. And I've caught flat for it, and I don't care, you know what I'm saying, because we all have our own perspectives um, via how we were raised, uh, traumatic experiences that we've gone through, life, life just in general that we've gone through. Uh, things that we've studied, that we've learned on our own, things that we've experienced. So we all have our own perspective. Um, Getting to the reason why is the important thing. Monogamy in its intended form is one committed relationship for the rest of your life. It's not one person at a time. That's what it has evolved into. But going back to what, because, you know, mono one, you know, so when monogamy was actually created, it was one life partner for the rest of your life. Now it has evolved into just one partner at a time. So it's given us, so with that being said, now given a little history of the reason why monogamy was so important and prevalent then was because we didn't live as long as we do now. So understanding that 
girls were getting married in their teens. It wasn't 20s, 30s, and 40s. -hmm. They were getting married in their teens because the average lifespan of a man was like, I want to say 53, 54. The average lifespan of a woman was like 62. So you didn't have a lot of time. So, But now you're seeing people who's living a lot longer. So we have pushed back on relating with individuals. So my first question is, with that information out there, is monogamy escapism? What do you mean escaping? Like escaping from <laughs> Because what? I mean from yourself. No, I mean because think... when 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 we get into when we claim because later on when we talk about poly relationships, mm-hmm. in all honesty, we're all polyamorous. Every single one of us. But we're gonna break that down yeah. later. <laughs> No, so I think everyone, I don't necessarily think it's escaping. I think it's that, it's that, you could call it fantasy, it's that idea, it's that whatever that you want, who doesn't want to be someone's everything? You know what I'm saying? Who doesn't want? I don't. But, well, okay, okay, generally speaking, most people want to, but at the same time, I'm going to, I'm going to take the other side for a second, because at the same time, it's a lot of pressure to be someone's everything and to Mm -hmm. sit there and, you know, take on and it's stressful to sit there and try and be and, and not just be it, but be good at it and be what they need. And so to sit there and think that you have to be five different things for someone or, you know, be everything that they need. And that might not be necessarily your strength, Mm -hmm. but you have to be it and, and not just be it. You have to be good at it. And so that's it. So it so it it takes a toll on probably a lot of parts of your life. Then when you're trying to when you're trying to put so much focus on your relationship and areas that you're just not you're just not great at, and just to try and be that for someone. And we understand that as individuals, we have our own process. We have our own time frame in which we grow. And I agree with what you said, putting that type of pressure, because when we look at, say, 100 years ago, everything that we want one individual to be today, we had a community for. We had our religious beliefs for spiritual connection and awareness. It wasn't an individual. We may have went to the pastor, the rabbi, the teachers, uh, the bishop, you know, whatever, you know, we had someone to go to for our spiritual guidance. When it came to, you know, we understood that, you know, back in time, we really were hunter gatherers. So everyone had a purpose so we want uh, and correct me if i'm wrong someone the burden to put on someone like you said being five things 
And regardless if they're good at it or not, they have to be those five things. You may need 15 different things. And to put it all on that one person. How unfair is that when we spend 90% of our day with our coworkers? We don't even spend it with our significant others. We spend it with our coworkers. So our coworkers, our, our significant other gets 10% of us. And in that 10%, they have to be everything. That's crazy. But people want monogamy. Mm -hmm. You have men who are younger. We, we understand that our sex drive is just retardedly high. The reason why it goes down as the older we get is because we have more things to take care of. We got a household to take care of, you know what I'm saying? So we, we, uh, um, we have work if we're trying to climb the corporate ladder, if we own a business, you know what I'm saying? So all of our energy is going into those things. Um, if our business and our purpose is two different things, you know what I'm saying? So all those things we're putting 90% into, and then that 10%, we come home, we still got to be the best lover. We still got to be the best conversationist. We still got to be uh, uh, the best uh, go and clean the yarder, <laughs> you know, the best landscaper, uh, the best if, you know, things need fixed in the house. We still have to be the best mm -hmm. even when we come home. Mm -hmm. And then if our significant other works, is it fair to put that same stress on her? So if I come home and I need a recharge and my recharge, our agreement in a monogamous relationship, my recharge is you. Then I don't want to hear that you're tired, that your head hurt, <laughs> that you don't feel like it. My recharge is you. So would it be safe to say that the same expectations that is put on a man, a woman should be held accountable to them same expectations? Yeah. If you're in, I mean, if you're, if you both are seeking that monogamous relationship and you both are only getting it from each other, then you have to be that for, you have to know that like you're it. So if I need something and I need it from you now, then you're, you're the only person I'm getting it from. So you have to give it to me. And same with me. You know what I'm saying? If you're choosing to, to, to literally put all your eggs in one basket, then both of you have chosen to be that for each other at all times. I'm going to tell you a secret. <laughs> uh, well, you're telling everyone, so it's not a secret. I'm going to tell you a secret. <laughs> and ladies, you can ask most of your men and I'll promise you, they're not going to be honest and truthful because they might be afraid of the repercussions. I ain't sleeping with you. Most men are only as faithful as their resources. Most men don't want to be monogamous. Most men choose to be monogamous because of the repercussions or the backlash, whether it be societal, whether it be religious, or whether it be just intimately. And I'm not going to disagree with you other than the fact that 
I see and am like around monogamous relationships mm -hmm. as we speak. And I see them be and look, I mean, granted, I know you're going to say like it could look a certain way on the outside, but I'm <laughs> but I'm 100 percent sure that some of them that are that are closely in my life, like I that's what they're meant to that's what they're meant to be is with each other and they, and, they, and they're happy and they're not and that's and that's fine and so i so I, that, I clearly so that's where i think i struggle because you know i see it happening and functioning and working well but it doesn't mean obviously it doesn't mean it's for everyone and it doesn't mm -hmm. mean that you know another option or another way is you know is less and and here and and i agree with you and and what has been done is that because something has worked for, for someone else, I hear a lot of people and not so much men, but oftentimes women, they compare their relationships or what they're looking for based on another relationship that they deem successful. But they don't know the hell that they went through mm -hmm. to get what you see, mm -hmm. you know, and I use my parents all the time, you know, my parents, they're both pastors and people look at them. Oh, I want a relationship like, uh, the pastor Thomas's. Oh, okay. That's all I say. Oh, okay. Go for it. Go for it. Because you're trying to live out your expectations, your standards, your boundaries, your wants, your needs based on somebody else's in production. But you don't know their process. Mm -hmm. And then when you hear their process, you're like, oh, well, I ain't going to have to go through that to get to where you are. You can't get the great reward without great sacrifice. And in today's society, we want I see, a, I see a lot of men, they're looking for ready-made women. A lot of women are looking for ready-made men. Now, granted, I always say, when it comes to a woman at our age, there's just basics, basic necessities that your mama should have taught you. <laughs> if your mama didn't teach you, your grandmama should have taught you. But one of them should have taught you the basic necessities of taking care of a household. Mm -hmm. yeah. When it comes to men, your father or your grandfather should have taught you basic necessities of how to run a household. Mm -hmm. Now, you, of course, you're going to be greater in some areas than others. I get that. But the basics, can we start at the basics? Oh, and yes. <laughs> The basics need to be there, and obviously, just to, for to be a functioning adult, you need to have the basics. Let alone, you know, adding someone else in your life. But I'm gonna touch on what you said when you said a ready-made man and a ready-made woman, because mm -hmm. we, we, you and I had watched the video, and in it, 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 it talked about the, you know, people want to work on themselves and you know do all this stuff, you know, before they get into a relationship. Well, working on yourself you know, by yourself when you're alone is great. And it's, you know, obviously like your self-love and all that. But if you're working on yourself in a relationship, then you're actually working on things that you both need for each other. And, and you're going to be, you're going to have a better, you know, a successful relationship because you're not just working on it silently and then trying to find someone. You're working on it on yourself with someone. Right. And, 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 and see here, here's, 
Here's what I struggle with. Too many people in monogamous relationships get too comfortable too fast. And I think it's a I don't, time thing. I think it's a... Eh, I don't even think it's a time thing. And the reason why I say that is you should always be concerned with the possibility that it might end today. No, I'll be, give you that. Because if you if you are 100% sure and I don't believe in a surety for nothing. But if you have it in your mind, I ain't got to worry about him. I ain't got to worry about her. At that point, you stop putting in the work. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, and how you came into the relationship and, and like you said, what you did at the beginning of the relationship, that, like, like if you're in a relationship, you're constantly ha- having to not fight for your position, but you should always be, no, you know, you should, yeah, you should always be doing and the same stuff that you did at the beginning. And like, and I think that's the only way that honestly, I think that's the only way a monogamous relationship works is if you continue to be that person that you were, that got the person in general and in the first place. Um, because if you stop being that, then of course they're going to go out and find what you were at the beginning or someone similar. You know what I'm saying? They're going to, they're going to look for it if you're not giving it anymore. And that's what they had and liked and wanted. Until that relationship ends, you should every day you should be fighting for your position. Every single day. Yeah. And I don't disagree with that. The problem is when monogamy has been agreed upon on the table, everybody stops fighting until you go through hell and high water. Then, oh my God, we got to get back to the basics. You you should have never stopped. No, and I and, and I want to touch back real quick when you said monog. When once monogamy is agreed, it's it's almost the same as if once once the person says, "Will you be my girlfriend?" or "We're in a relationship," or "We're we're now like you know out of the dating phase and we're we're together. We're posting Facebook. We're 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 a couple on Facebook." Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? Once that shit happens, it's like, like you said, it's it's over in the sense of like, you don't feel like you have to do anything anymore because it's been out. It's been declared something. And now you're, now you're good. You're locked in. And, and I want to say that what we don't do when it comes to monogamous relationships we're not as honest. We're not as open. We're we're not as forthcoming. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Because, like I said in the beginning, we put we show the our favorite mask. Our favorite mask going back to the big three: fear, insecurity, ego. You know, created out of. Lack and scarcity. The mama and daddy created the big three. And so our monogamous relationships were looking for that one to protect us in those things. You know what I'm saying? We we want someone to protect the our our insecurity that 
uh, of me feeling that I'm not enough. Mm-hmm. So we're looking for somebody that all that every day tells us how much we're enough, how much we're all they need, you know, that they don't want nobody else. That's insecurity. If it's done, instead of showing appreci- appreciation and figuring out how to reciprocate it, we sit up there and we latch on to that. We become leeches because now we become... Uh, um, energetic vampires. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, and then uh, um, when it comes to our ego, um, we got everybody else telling us how fine we are, how pretty lo- we look, how, 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 how uh, um, in shape we are, you know, how this, how that, you know, so we want it from our partners. And if we don't get it from our partners, you know what I'm saying, uh, um, then we have a problem with it. Then when it comes to um, our fears, I'm clingy because I'm so afraid that I'm not going to be enough. That you're going to find someone else. This shit is crazy. So it, it is, our relationships, we're not relating with one another. Yeah, because we're, you're so worried about all that other stuff. And you don't get a chance to... Enjoy them. Yes. No, I agree with you. And I and back to your honesty thing, like, 100%. It has to be honest. But it's hard because, obviously, like, when people, like, you know, if you if you are honest and you have that, you you risk that, that, that chance of someone coming to you saying, hey, you know, I'm kind of interested or kind of feeling th- this girl or this this guy or whatever. And, you know, and to, to bring that up, it's like the, the second it's brought up, it's like... Okay, well, you cheated on me, or you, or you're, you know, I don't want to even, I don't even want to entertain what you're about to tell me, and so people walk away because the second you tell someone that you're, you know, what I'm saying, the second you tell someone that that's even a thought or that that's even something that's that's crossing your mind, then you then you're done. So let's get into that. Yes. Yeah. So here's the thing. The problem that I have when it comes to agreed upon monogamy. Most of y'all think that y'all in monogamous relationships, but it was never a conversation. Mm -hmm. So you're really not. What you have created in your own mind is the sense of ownership. Because the conversation was never had that it's going to be me and you. These are our boundaries. This is what we're going to adhere to. Or we consider stepping out. And if you do this. Exactly. Then you cheated. See, monogamy is predicated, oftentimes, is predicated on lying and manipulation. That's why when they step outside of that, even though the conversation was never had, it is cheating. Is masturbation cheating? Is watching pornography cheating? That conversation was never had. Y'all never set boundaries for monogamy that worked for y'all. Y'all had this idea in your head. And so when your partner didn't adhere to your inherently retarded guidelines. And I'm going to say it. (laughs) It's, It's stupidity. Because you are... You are sabotaging your own relationship before it even gets started. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
I'm big on conversation. I'm big on conversation. And I tell, I tell the family all the time, I haven't always been there. I, I of course I had to grow into it. Um, but one of the biggest cons for monogamy is that is the manipulation is the lying. Of course that goes into cheating. What is considered cheating, mm -hmm. you know, uh, um, the mani manipulation factor, the entitlement factor, you know, saying because we get into monogamous relationships with this sense of entitlement, mm -hmm. you know, and, and because of our sense of entitlement, you know, well, I got you. I ain't got to do nothing. Mm -hmm. You should just be happy that I'm here. Yeah. And in a, in, in a, a con, you know, kind of touching on that is, you know, when you cheat or step out or do whatever you're you're incorporating and adding someone into the picture and into essentially into both your guys's lives that does not have your best interest in mind usually you know what i'm saying or is unaware of situations or doesn't give a crap you know what i'm saying and so you're you added someone whether you like it or not to your relationship you know by stepping out and not discussing or or talking you know with your significant other and, and like i said you're adding someone that does not have your best interest or your family's best interest or anyone's best interest in mind by doing that and so when you do so it it's cheating obviously like if you have considered yourself to be in a monogamous a monogamous relationship and so by you know i'm saying like stepping out and adding but if someone, that conversation was not had it is not cheating no, I get what you're saying. Technically, I I mean I understand the conversation because, that we see just here, had. Any relationship is based on a verbal or written contract. Yeah. So if we never had that verbal contract, what can you hold me to? What you set up in your head, I'm not a mind reader. So because you have this lucrative fantasy, or situation on how it's supposed to be in your mind but you was afraid to sit down and have a conversation with me because you were afraid of my response yes and i think that when people so, hold on, hold on. so if you're afraid of my response if that's your man do you respect him yeah then you would want to know what is going on in his head yeah, 100%. But yeah, obviously, it might not be what we want to hear. Um, because you because then once you hear it and you know what their thoughts and what their stance is, then you got to do something with it. Then you got to then you have to like you said, then you have to either stay and and deal with it and figure it out and accept it and and work around it and or you got to leave. And so yeah, once it's spoken and once it's out there, then then it's on you. So, let me read a couple monogamous relationships, okay? This is outside of the conversation being had of the agreed-upon structure of that particular relationship. Does it not create possessiveness? I mean, in a way, we can, we can say... Yes or no, yes or no. I mean, yes. Okay. Yes. Does it not create entitlement? 
I wouldn't say entitlement, honestly. I wouldn't say entitlement. I mean, I don't think I'm entitled to you. If we, I mean, I don't think I'm entitled. Do, do we not feel that we're entitled to our significant other if we are in a monogamous relationship? I, I, I just don't like the word entitled. Because it I it don't. don't matter. <laughs> we feel entitled to that individual. Right or wrong? I mean, I guess we'll, I guess we'll say entitled, but I don't really, I don't really. Yes or no? (laughs) Yes. Okay. Ownership. No, see, I won't go, I won't go with ownership. I don't feel like I ever own. So when you're in a, when women are in a relationship with a man, they don't feel that that man owes them anything. They don't, that's why I said entitlement and ownership are synonymous with one another. No, because I don't think it's, I don't like, it shouldn't be looked at. As you owe me something, it's looked at as we're working together. We've chose to be here together and we're going to, I'm going to do for you what I can and what you need and your, and vice versa. But it's not going to be, but if you feel like you have to do it because if you don't want to do it and it's not something that you know is going to bring happiness to me and you want to bring happiness to me and I want to bring it to you and I want us to have, you know, the best relationship, then, then it shouldn't, then we shouldn't be together. It should never feel like ownership. Like, yeah, you don't owe me, like, you don't owe me anything, and you don't... So the general census is that ownership is not induced into a relationship. No, I don't I don't believe it. That's a lie. Because have a woman walk out on a man and see what happens. What do you mean walk out on we, a man? We, like... When we're in a monogamous relationship, it is a sense of ownership. This is why I mean, it's a sense of it, it, so it goes back to that. It goes back to what you I think just, you are with each other. So is it? A, is it? A, no, is it's it, not ownership. Okay. It's All not right. ownership. It's it, it, it's that agreement that you have with each other. Your mind, you're not to have this or to have this with anyone else. And if general you do, relationships do not have a set upon agreement. I'm saying if you have that, if you've discussed that. How many people you know actually no, sit I, down? I understand that. But exactly. a lot of people think that so it's there. A lot of people think it's there. Thinking and is, I know. is two and different things. So I'm things. saying. So if, because they think that it is, they feel that they are entitled. They feel that no, they No, they just own, feel the person shouldn't do certain things. If it is not talked about and agreed upon. I understand it what don't you're matter. saying. But I'm saying oh. even if it's not talked so about ownership. and agreed upon. It's not ownership. Women do feel that they own the man that they're with in some degree and sense, because if they didn't, he would be able to do whatever he wanted to do and it wouldn't be no problem. He still can. That's by choice. Well, that's what I'm saying. Most most people can do whatever they want. Most most dudes are bitches, so it, it don't matter. Most men. okay, babe, if they get into whatever, tuck your tail between your legs and go home. So that's a different, that's for a different night. Well, I don't feel <coughs> like just because a man, I don't necessarily feel like just because a man either wants to be in a monogamous relationship or feels that by doing something. So if he goes have sex with another woman, she don't feel like she owned that, that part of him. I mean, if he's, what do you, if he goes and have sex that's, with someone else, d- that's does not, do not women say, why are you going and fuck someone else? That's my dick. Well, no, that, do that's not my women, man. Do, yes, that, that's exactly, my that's my exactly. man. <laughs> Thank you. No, Thank you. We had to do all of this. That's my man. No, that it's is, not ownership though. I'm when saying you say that's, my, the, that's the man When that, you say my, that is ownership. No, that's the man that that, that chose me I am and I with chose him. him. I'm, yes, I'm with, I'm with him. Yes. You don't hear people say that. That's my man. That's my woman. That's my wife. That's my husband. 
ownership. Yes, because they, because it is on. the person that you deem no, no, that's to not be ownership. Control. <laughs> control. Yeah, there's control. Exactly. You know what those are symptoms of? A narcissist. But you're gonna have control and all that. You're gonna have control and stuff in a in a poly relationship. There's control. <coughs> we talk about monogamy right I now. I know, but I'm just saying. Let's let's not. No, we're talking about monogamy right now. Okay. This is what a lot of women do when you start making them accountable. Well, what about the man? No, I'm not. It's not. <laughs> That's what she did. Well, what about poly? <laughs> we're not on poly yet. We're dealing with monogamy. Okay, and I now the 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 pros of monogamy. Mm-hmm. She, she said, "Let's go, let's go." <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is why I love these conversations <laughs> because they 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 are they they're they're irritants, but it is to cause you to think because and that's why I stayed on control for so long because and. and you prove the point as soon as you said my. Because when we're in a relationship, we do take a sense of ownership, you know what I'm saying? And, and in a way we should to the point of I'm with this individual. Let me be on my P's and Q's. See, because ownership should go back to accountability. You know what I'm saying? If I'm at the shop and something goes wrong, at the end of the day, you know what? My bad. I ain't looking over. Mm -hmm. I don't care who did the car. I don't care who did what. You know what? Shit, I failed. You know what I'm saying? And then I go pull the individual aid. Next time, da-da-da, whoop-de-doo, boom, boom, boom. Or, you know, come and get me before you finalize anything or think it's finalized. We don't do that in our relationships. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and we talk about it. Uh, um, all the time, you know, it's so easy to point fingers. Yeah. And it's hard to be accountable. And the good thing about, one of the great things about poly, I mean, monogamous relationship is when you, especially because when a woman has, uh, uh, lies with a man, there's an attachment and a bond that happens and it happens not in the same way emotionally with men. This is why, you know, even in the Bible, when it says be fruitful and multiply, we had to have that urge. We had to be able to pop one, pop one, pop one, pop one, and keep going. How else was the, the, the earth going to be, you know, uh, multiplied? So, but the bond that happens when the relationship is structured correctly is one of the be most beautiful things. Now, some of the cons is, of course, I mean, some of the pros, of course, when you look at economically, you know, a, a man may not be able to provide for multiple uh, situations or marriages or relationships, may not be able to provide economically. Uh, provide economically um you know what I'm saying so his yes his sole focus will be in the home you know so there and 
he may not be, his strength may not be emotionally, but it may be spiritually. So the level of spirituality that they may be able to connect with is something that can be divine. Mm -hmm. So you have to find your niche. Um, and this is why I say one of the biggest issues, especially in any relationship, we want our significant other to be ready made, you know, and there's going, to, there, there are some things that I will not teach that I do not have patience for with a woman, especially of my age. And I, excuse me. And I know there are some things that a woman, my age is not going to have patience uh, with me concerning, and I'm fine with that. Mm -hmm. Poly relationships. First, first of all, before we get into that, before we get into that, your strongest pro of a mono of monogamy. I think. I mean, I, I think honestly, it's just just two people i mean I, the, the less sometimes the less people involved it, you know obviously the, the the less chance of there just being any you know any issues and any you know i just i just think that when you have two people you can really you know something like you talked about time and all that stuff granted like you know obviously when you just have two people and you are expected to be a lot of things to that person then it, it creates different things but when you just have one person to focus on then i feel you are able to maybe give them what is left of you or because you don't have a lot of time or you don't have a lot of different things so so being able to just give one person you know everything that you do have left is you know it, it, i think is one of the best things about it and just feeling like, you know, just feeling like you're enough for one person. Okay. <laughs> don't laugh at my, don't laugh at my pro. <laughs> no, I, 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 I get it. I get what you're saying. And I, I love it because it actually helps segue into poly relationships. Because it's never two people in a relationship. No, and I and and I did my trust me, I've it's, it's, I've listened to videos, you know, and I've done some research and so I I was very anxious to get onto this topic. Cause go go on. It's never two people in a relationship. Like I said, going back to monogamy, mono meaning one, the intentional meaning of monogamy was one marriage lifetime. So we're way past that. I'm going to say women were virgins when they got married. We're way past that. I mean, it just is what it is. Now, Men and women come into what's supposed to be the one relationship, having 15 other relationships, 15 different ideologies, coming to this one relationship, and this is supposed to be the one. 
We sleep together, but we get up, we interact with other men, other women all day long. We have friends that we confide in, confide in when it comes to our relationship. We have friends that we confide in when it comes to business. These are all relationships. Mm-hmm. All relationships. We might have an individual that we're intimate with but don't sleep with. Mm-hmm. Now, let me rephrase that because when I say sleep, I mean I'm going to sleep. So that we don't, that we don't have sex with. And we yeah. have sex with individuals that we're not intimate with. And these are all the relationships yeah. of our lives. Yeah. That is a polyamorous relationship. Yeah. But see, when a lot of people hear poly, they're saying, oh, you're sleeping with a bunch of individuals. Not necessarily. No, It's I, just different individuals that may provide different needs. Yes. And I think, like you said, like we're doing it and have been doing it and haven't even realized it. Like, you know, and, but people will sit there and make comments like my work wife or my work husband and like different things like that. And, you know, we are getting different things from different people all the time. And at the same time, like, you know, we've all, everyone's in, like, I feel like it ties in. Everyone has always used the, the term, uh, it takes a village, you know, in the sense of raising a child and stuff like that. And, and that's, you know, sometimes, you know obviously if you're you're picking and pulling different things from different people to to help raise your kid because you can't be i mean it's hard to but it's hard to think and feel like you can't be everything that your kid needs but you aren't and you won't be and your kid needs different perspectives and different whatever and so i feel like that's the same concept in a sense as relationships when it comes to when we're talking about you know the, the poly relationships because once again one person can't and won't be everything and so if you at the end of the day you're going to go home in a because someone at work kind of gave you that satisfaction of having a conversation with you that your husband or boyfriend won't give you then you're going home in a good mood because you got what you needed and brad gave you the intimacy that chad couldn't give you and you sleeping with having sex with chad (laughs) fantasizing about brad It, it, people, this happens all the time, and this is why I say, when, it, especially uh, um, in any relationship, I know we're talking about monogamous and, and uh, mono and poly relationships, but this is for any relationships. You have to have a conversation, you know, uh, uh, especially um, in an intimate relationship. The conversation truly needs to be had because you would have those type of conversations um, when you go and work with somebody. What are my um, what is your expectations of me? You know, saying how much am I getting paid? You know, saying are you looking for me to do this? Are you looking for me to do that? We'll, we'll have that conversation with an employer, but then ref- have a hard time sitting down with a significant other or others and having the same conversation. Mm-hmm. What role? What is my role in your life? What is their role in your life? What is their role in this relationship pertaining? our role to one another a hundred percent and and in like they have to be had because if then at that point when they're had then you get to make the choice Mm -hmm. and then you get to say i i'm gonna continue and i'm gonna you know play my role or i'm gonna be a part of everything and um or i'm not and and that's just it that's your choice 
Yeah, that why, that's why I don't play. Yeah. I'm, this is who I am. This is where I am at in my life in this moment in time. If you're willing to rock out with me, rock out with me. <laughs> and, <coughs> and I mean... It's definitely not for, but I mean that's just, and I get it's not for everyone, and it's not meant to be for everyone. You know, it's it's different. It's different. You know, there's different options and and choices out there for a reason. And so I I just feel like you know, I mean, if you if it works for you and you found uh you know you found people that are like that's that's a key too is obviously when you're in one, you know, you have to find people that have your best interest in in mind and want the same thing and they're willing to to just navigate through everything together and and do it in need, the right way but, but I don't need everybody to navigate everything with me. Well, I'm saying I'm saying they don't necessarily have to navigate together, but I'm saying they like obviously there can't be drama and they have to be aware of the situation and be willing to accept what is given and not given and stuff like that. I, I, you know what I'm saying? That's what I'm. That's what I mean. And that, and, and and that's 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 true. Um, but then I feel like you have different versions of yeah. I mean, you have different versions then because there are some positions where people are incorporating and intertwining everyone as a, a village, so to speak. You know what I'm saying? Well, I mean. Um, so I mean I mean but that, I mean that's polyamorous. Yes. Now when when you're talking now there there is a different stage to all of this where you know everyone is having sex with anything but those are swingers. That's a different structure. But they have a base relationship that they work on. They just play together. Yeah. No, you know, I mean, yeah, that's, that, that's different. something completely different. But in, in poly relationships, you still have a main focused relationship. It's just the understanding of you can't provide this need for me. So we're going to bring someone else who can. That is their lane. Their lane is not to become you. Their lane is to provide this need, whatever it is. You might need a me need that this individual can provide for you that I can't provide. So we're all working and intertwining with one another and not necessarily, necessarily sleeping with uh, having sex with one another. But oftentimes we are, you know, uh, that's where you get a lot of threesomes from. Is because not just out, not only inside of the bedroom, but we have a relationship outside of the bedroom, you know, and we do that already in our everyday lives is just not under one roof, you know, and even in a lot of cultures, Men can marry multiple wives and the, 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 the understanding is he has to be able to, what he provides for one, he has to be able to provide for another. So when we, those are considered Kings, their hierarchy, 
You know what I'm saying? Because if they can provide for multiple wives, if they can buy one, uh, all five wives a home, that's a different bracket. You know, and... Well, I think that... I think when it comes to that comment right there where that he's providing the same thing for every woman, mm -hmm. then I feel like... But then you have what you had discussed earlier where it's like one woman is getting a little bit more than, and, than another woman or she's deemed more so the one he's in a relationship with and then you have someone else that's just intertwined but in a lesser way. I, I think that's where well, I think that's where the the struggle could or or would come because who wants to be you know who wants to be that person who's having the yes there's a connection yes she's giving him something he needs but at the end of the day are they building together and is she still considered part of the yes see and that that's 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 why. It's, it's oftentimes a problem because a lot of people think that when it comes to poly relationship, one person is getting the lesser end of the, of the deal. And that's not true. If I don't have a spiritual connection with you, why wouldn't you want me to connect? If, 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 if spirituality is a headstone for me and you can't give it. No, and I understand that. And I'm saying if you can't give that piece and are getting it from someone else, or you can't give this piece and are getting it from someone else, that's, I, I'm, I'm understanding of that. Because but I'm also saying that that's not even the bigger issue. I'm saying if you're what, and I'm going to say what society views as... I don't give a fuck about society. Okay, well, I'm just saying, <laughs> if on the outside, it, it appears that you're building with one person and they're getting, you know, they're getting you, I mean, you like every, all, I mean, most every day or most every night or, or like whatever, you know what I'm saying? If, if, if it looks or appears that you have this, this relationships together or if you're out somewhere, oh, that's, you know that so-and-so and blah, blah, blah. But then there's someone else that's incorporated and maybe equally as important to you, but they're not a part of the relationship in... But they are. Or they're not going to be in that position. What position? See... The position of equalness. When you no, said no, that said every woman gets a house... A, here's it, the thing. It, Most women want the title. That is the problem. I want the title of being his whatever. That is, and if I don't have that title, then I'm if I'm involved with him, I'm lesser than. You might bring more to the table than the woman who has the title. Are you still lesser than because you don't have the title? See, that's why I said when it comes to relating with individuals, period, society has fucked it up. Because if your intention was to experience that man or that woman, are you so self-indulged that you want all his time, even though, or even vice versa, a man wants, well, most men that are busy don't want all of her time. Because <laughs> he's like, look, the fuck, go do something. Why are you up? Un go do something. 
we need our space. That's a different topic. But who said that you were less than because you didn't have the title? I know, I know. Exactly. Perception. I I want to perceive that I have it all, even though our relationship ain't worth shit. But I have the title. And if that's what you're going for, fine, go for it. But is your relationship of substance? Is, Is it of substance? Because I don't want my my biggest thing is any relationship that anyone gets into make it a choice. <coughs> Excuse me, because I hear women say often, "Well, I don't want to settle. Someone is going to settle for you." No, that's a good. I mean that. As I know, a lot of women don't want to hear it, but someone settled for you. You were not his first choice. I wouldn't even necessarily maybe first choice, but everyone's. Set. No, I mean, you, we had to, I'm saying everyone settles for something because, like we said, everyone but, is giving up. But something. men are men are okay with that. This is why men will sit up here and and and, and date a, a fast food cook, and no disrespect to the fast food workers, none at, at all. I used to work at a fast food restaurant. I used to work at a, 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 a um, White Castle. Really? Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. It, it was crazy. I, I worked at a dealership during the day, and I worked at White Castle Third Shift. So, but yeah, I done gone through life. <clears throat> Excuse me. But um, men will date a woman who may not be as educated as him. As, as, uh, as prominent as he is all because she is his inspiration and won't have a problem lifting her up. Yeah. And he'll never say I settled. No. And I think that we discussed that a little bit one, like, you know, in the past or whatever, like. Uh, that's not necessarily a woman's it's the men that usually worry about and care about like you know their their title or their job or feel like they have to have some sort of success in 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 a job whereas it's not necessarily the the woman's role in what she Mm -hmm. brings to the table so i i think that that in that category i feel like that could be why men don't deem that as being something that's like a deal breaker a man finds his success in being able to being able to protect yeah. And provide. Yeah. So I'm saying, so to say that, you know, a man's not caring or, or will settle for, you know, someone who has a job like that. I don't necessarily feel like that's settling because that's not something that they are holding up to be something that they really need them to have. But here's the question. Using your logic. When women say they settle, do they bring equal or greater value to the table. I mean, I obviously can't speak for all the relationships that, that we're, we're talking about. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. I mean, just, just, just in general, because most women think that their financial revenue men care about. Mm -hmm. It's not my money. So why should I care? Mm -hmm. 
you argumentative, you disrespectful, you're opinionated. Why should I care about your money? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna like okay. My, <laughs> so disrespectful is not something that that should ha- should happen, but opinionated is <laughs> there's nothing wrong with being men opinionated. Don't, men do not want to hear what you got to say all the time. Not all the time. I'm not. I'm saying that. I mean, there's clearly and, a time um, and a place. And because but... most women like to talk, a lot of the information that's given to your man is unsolicited, and then you wonder why he gets aggravated as fuck at you, because he didn't ask you. I. I mean, if I come home, I don't want to hear your mouth run. I want to kiss you. Smack you on your ass. Oh, Lord. Babe, how you doing? How was your day? I want to go sit down, uh, uh, drink a shot of Remy, of Jameson, of whatever, crack open, you know, a Heineken, some Red Stripe, and give me 30 minutes to unwind. No, and I don't think that's unacceptable. Most women can't do it. I mean, I don't think that's unacceptable. Most women I'm saying can't if do after it. that thirty minutes you're willing to you're willing to let me because now, my it, connection and what I need might be to sit down and have talk to your girlfriend. Oh my god. But my girlfriends can't give me that's, that. My girlfriends aren't who I want to tell about my day or about what happened or about whatever. I wanna I want I don't always I can't wanna hear wait. about you. I understand that. And I'm not saying Call that, your sisters. <laughs> no, but you know what I'm saying. Call like, your I'm mama. saying the the <laughs> validation from from your man when you no. when you're so excited about something or want to tell them about no. like news or something that happened like no. they're who you want to to run home to and tell first so <coughs> that's what i would or a woman would need If I ask you how your day was, anything exciting happened, that's your window of opportunity. <laughs> My window. That is your window so of opportunity. only if you ask. If I done work 10, 12 hours a day, I don't want to have a two-hour conversation with No, you. and I'm not. Nowhere did I ever say that it was going to be a two-hour conversation. How many women you know can have a 15-minute conversation and be good with they man? No, not too many. Not too many. <laughs> I love and enjoy my peace and quiet. I do. I have two children. I love my peace and quiet, and they can be chaotic. And all right, you bleeding? Okay. <laughs> yes. But but I understand that that is just how men are made, and and. We have a third of the words that that women use in a day. We use a third of it. So that's why I said, well, maybe you need a sister wife. <laughs> oh my god! Then y'all can, y'all can talk all day long. Is that a is that you a can, pro? You can call. That's a pro. That's, that's a, a pro. pro. Because then I don't have to be like. Fuck, I gotta go talk to my girl now. No, and honestly, I'm gonna <coughs> I'm gonna agree with you in a sense where. It, I mean, 
it's not necessarily a, a horrible thing. And I'm not saying horrible. I mean, it is probably one of the pros uh-huh. that people find or feel that, that comes out of it is because you, it's not just, and it's not just that. It's not just, oh, you know, obviously shit. talking or, or shopping or whatever like that. But it's someone else to obviously that cares. And I mean, who does, I mean, it's one of those things where it's like, you know, people that are in relationships and they, they only are looking at who they have that connection with or who they find mm-hmm. love for. So it's like, it's, you know, you're getting love from multiple people and who doesn't want to be loved by more than one person or know that like, you know, they have your best interest in mind and that they're going to, you know, their end game or they're like, you know, just walking through life with you, you know, is they're going to be by your side. So, I mean, that's, that's, I mean, I'll, I'll give you, I mean, that's a pro. And it would enhance probably the relationship from everyone because, like you said, you don't want to hear my conversation or go shopping with me or do a lot of things. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> and, and and here's the thing: that might actually make our relationship work better. That's what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? So by having that come off of you and and be getting you know be landing on someone else to to take it off your shoulders. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like. And and like I always say. Have the conversation. You know, that is a must. Have the conversation. Um, because a lot, of it, and, and I get it. Family, I get it. Most of y'all are afraid to have a conversation mm-hmm. because y'all will find out that the last 15 years of your marriage or your relationship has been nothing but a lie. Y'all been lying to one another. You've been lying to yourself. Yeah, because you the, might just find that out. Yeah, because I feel like the the don't ask, don't tell um, whole scenario isn't healthy either. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like if you have it, it's out there, and you're willing to work on it, or you're not. But I'm just saying, like, I don't think that it's healthy to, you know, do things for 15 years behind someone's back either. Well, I mean, no, it, it's not when it's done in manipulation or when it's done as a lie. It's not. Um, there's a famous saying that I know a lot of my OGs used to say, um, what's understood don't have to be said, you know, and I agree with that, you know, to a degree, as long as some resemblance of a conversation was had, like, look, you, you know me now, do I have to spell it out for you? Or do you understand what I'm saying? And if you understand, then yeah, we don't have to have a full drawn out conversation about it. You just know, okay, well, as long as you take, make sure home is taken care of, we good, whatever. As long as you don't bring no outside babies, we good. As long as you don't bring no diseases, we good. Make sure home is taken care of. But like I said, that conversation needs to be had. You know, and of course... The same cons that monogamous relationships have, relationships can have, is the same cons that uh, poly relationships can have. You can have a sense of entitlement. Um, it's a lot less because, you know, you have the understanding, well, I know I'm not going to get all of their time because it's shared time. So... I don't have a great sense of entitlement in that. I don't have a great sense of control in that. You know what I'm saying? It's it's more of an understanding because of a conversation that was had 
and boundaries and guidelines that were set. These boundaries and guidelines in a poly relationship have to be discussed. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? You can't go in it like, oh, okay, well, whatever. Yeah, no, the, say, yeah. they have to be discussed. And I think that is part of the sense of entitlement when it comes to monogamy is, well, I ain't got to talk about it. They're not going to do anything. You don't know because they never been put in what is considered a perfect situation. And like we said, what they deem as or don't deem as cheating or whatever, you might. So if they're sitting there doing X, but you didn't talk about that being one of the things that is cheating, they're sitting here like, well, I'm not doing anything wrong. Exactly. Exactly. All right, family. Our time is up. <laughs> um, for those who have the courage to have this conversation with your significant other, um, because both of you understand that the conversation is not a judgmental one, but it's a, it is an open dialogue to get a better understanding of that individual. You may, you, you may find something about your partner that you may not even know. For those who are trying and looking for getting in relationships, I encourage you to have this conversation now. <laughs> have it now. Um, because you don't want to look up 5, 10, 15 years later and find something out about your partner. And, and I get out of self-preservation, we'll never tell our significant other everything. And sometimes it is good. Sometimes you may be the individual that wants to know too much because of some egotistical control entitlement abandonment issues that you got <laughs> i don't know i just threw them all together you may be the narcissist that you projecting on to everyone else because i've said it before family we all have some narcissistic tendencies those who know they do can work on it those of you who are still in denial I'm going to pray for you. <laughs> oh, man. Um, look, family. I got to get up close. <laughs> Everything ain't for everybody. I get that. I understand that. I respect that. You got anything else to say? Yeah, I mean, just figure out what makes you happy and and be you and don't be afraid to, like you said, have the conversation and figure out that maybe you are staying in something that isn't truly making you happy or you're not doing something because that would make you happy that you don't know, that you don't want other people to not accept. So just be you. There you have it. Amanda said a bunch of bullshit. No. <laughs> Whatever. I agree. I, I, I agree. Um, and just closing out the show, um, family, understand to the fellas, to the men, um, 
man up mm-hmm. first and foremost. Mm-hmm. And if you're in a relationship and that's the agreement, be forthcoming. Ladies, stop being afraid to ask. Men compartmentalize extremely well. If that's your position and you agree to it, play your position. Just play your position. Enjoy the experience and the time that you have with him. Because as the cliche says, tomorrow isn't promised. So while you worrying about what's happening tomorrow, you might get into an accident. Who knows? Not wishing it on anybody. But just saying. Um, closing up. Hey, everybody, <laughs> go and support. Support Aries. Support Ethan. Support Rodney at Polish Him Off. Ethan at West Wheels. Uh, Aries and her book, Hear Me Out. Uh, support the young brother. Uh, at Megadon216, support my brother, uh, Fred Council Jr., at FC on the Beats. Uh, support my sister, Tammy Hope, at Sculptress underscore Elite. Uh, support Selena Garcia. Selena Garcia and her candles. Um, support everyone, family. Um, what did you say? Kim Black. You didn't say that. And my aunt, Kim Black, going to support. Um, but that is it. I hope that I made y'all uncomfortable. <laughs> um, I know you did me. <laughs> I, <laughs> um, I hope that I made you think about what you... Some of y'all might need to try a poly relationship. All the monogamous relationships that you've been in have been garbage. <laughs> so you might need to try something. I don't know. You're doing it anyway. And when I say you're having sex with one person, you're getting emotional um, energy from someone else. Um, you got someone else to cr- uh, shoulder to cry on. Might as well not bring it all into one. But that's tonight's show. Um, like I said, I, I, I hope I hope we said something tonight. <laughs> Um, the Pokia and Praja. But until next week, we appreciate y'all. Season three, y'all. Deuces.